yo, what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Woo! Yes, 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 yes. Episode number 31. Thank you, family, for tuning in as always. You know we love you here at the Ball and Buds Podcast. Today's episode is jam-packed. Yes, indeedy. I will be talking about some of the biggest stories in the sports and entertainment world, and then I will get you to Clubber D, the Combat G, last week before UFC 268 in the Canelo Alvarez versus Caleb Plant fight. We got his predictions for each fight, so we will play for you that. And then we got reports live. Say what? Live from Vegas for the Canelo Alvarez versus Caleb Plant fight. And then Clubber D to New York City, Madison Square Garden for UFC 268 where we had the three fights, Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje, Rose Namajunas versus Whaley Yang, and Kamaro Usman versus Colby Covington. How did he do it? You must find out. Stay tuned and hear how he was in two places at once. But first, you know how we like to start here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. So before I get you to Clubber D, the combat G, I just wanted to talk about some of the biggest stories in the sports and entertainment world going on right now. First, we will talk about that bad man, as Stephen A. would say, Aaron Rodgers, and his discount double checkout in Green Bizzle. So... I don't need to tell y'all about this story. Y'all already know everything that's happened. It's all over the media. He's unvaccinated. He misled the media and the public by saying he was immunized through some homeopathic therapy that he tried but was denied. That being said, the part I am dumbfounded about is how CeeDee Lamb would get fined $1,000 for an untucked jersey, but yet you only find Rodgers and Lazard 14-5 for COVID violations. The Green Bay Packers should have been stripped a draft pick uh, Rogers and Lazard should have both been fined. They should have got punishment commensurate. You can't tell me you're fining people for clothing violations more than you are COVID violations. The NFL is asked backwards always, as always, time and time and time again. The NFL is asked fucking backwards when it comes to handling situations. They are the worst. You suck, you jackass. But I like Rogers. He's a great player. This is obviously going to blow over. He's But if he gets COVID again... What happens then? Then whatever happens in the playoffs, then he misses those games. That's why you got to get vaccinated, especially if you're an athlete. Because then again, now you look at Rogers, Kyrie. You leave your team hanging. You leave your team hanging. He's lucky it happened in the middle of the season because it could have been a more inopportune time, and that wouldn't have been as good. Would it have been? So, uh, but that being said, he also misinformed a bunch of people. I love the Pat McAfee show, but Aaron Rodgers went on there and just misinformed a lot of people. All right, so let's clear some things up first of all, because the Ball and Buds podcast will not be as Bobby Heenan, fountain of misinformation. Mr. Fuji, uh, as everyone knows, is a fountain of misinformation. So the CDC 
states that you are more than two times likely to catch COVID if you are unvaccinated. 97% of the hospitalized cases are unvaccinated, which means that only 3% of the cases are breakthrough cases, which means, yes, you can still get COVID by having the vaccine. No one ever said you can't for those dumbos out there that think that's how that works. Not how vaccines work. Read a book. Vaccines are not a cure and vaccines don't stop you from getting sick. It just stops you from getting really sick and dying. So from those th three things, that's all you got to tell me. I already got my shots, so y'all can stay hesitant if you want to. But we've been getting shots all our lives, and I've been, you know, we done all put a lot of shit in our bodies that we don't know. So I'm just going to make sure I don't die from COVID. That's what I'm going to do. And I know someone that had a breakthrough and died. At least you tried your best to protect yourself. Because it's not just about you either. It's about everybody else, too. When you get vaccinated, you protect other people as well. Anyways, not going to stick on that because this is not a vaccine show. This is a sports and entertainment show. I just wanted to clear up any misinformation that Rajas might have gave some of y'all people. Because I know not everybody watches the news. so And I don't expect you to, but then you wouldn't have been informed. So I just got to help out. I am, again, this is the Ball and Buds podcast here. We have all the real information. We treat our fans with the most valuable respect because we love you and we think that you should know everything that's happening. Moving on. Another big news story is the Nikolai Jokic, Markeith Morris situation that's happening. So Markeith Morris came in for a hard intentional foul, turned his back. Nikolai Jokic pushed him to the ground pretty hard. Uh, I love the Morris twins. Uh, they're guys that you always want to be on your team, but you hate playing against them kind of thing. Uh, we had Marcus Morris on the Celtics. I loved him. Great player. Uh, but the Morris twins know street rule number one. Everybody knows street rule number one. You don't push nobody. You don't hit nobody. You don't spit on nobody and turn your back. Because if you hit, push, or spits on someone in the streets, you already know a fight is happening on spot. You're getting stole on on spot. So unless you want to get into a fight, I would suggest to anyone not to hit, push, or spit on anyone that you don't know. Because in the streets... That's a fight on spot. That's on spot right there. I'm stealing on you on spot. Ain't nobody going to do any of those three things. So the Morris twins know that. They know better than that. They know, they know street rule number one. He knew that. He knew when he pushed and turned around that that was going to happen because he would have done the same thing to anybody else. So you, you, do, you, put, you dish it out, you got to be able to take it too. That's all I got to say on that. Oh, and as for the extracurriculars with the Jokic brothers and things like that, I don't know. Them Serbian boys... They'd be dropping literal bombs, not figurative bombs, literal bombs, okay? Those people in them countries don't seem more than most people in this country will ever have to see. So it might not be the, the best people to mess around with. That's what, I, I don't know, whatever. Moving on. Paige Beckers, huge freshman at, huge superstar freshman at UConn last year, swept all the Women's Players Awards this year. She comes back as a sophomore. She has signed an NIL deal name, image, and likeness with StockX, which was a sneaker marketplace. Now it is a lifestyle outlet brand kind of thing. So she will be representing them. That is awesome. That being said, speaking of myself at the MVP Specialty Marketing Business, will be doing name, image, and likeness. So if you are a college athlete in the Nashville and or DMV areas, Please contact me. Let's do business. I can get you all of the deals, all of the advertising, all of the dollars that you and your family will need, all of the residual dollars, let me say, that you and your family will need to last you a lifetime. So 
uh, definitely let's work and do some business together. Because as you all know, I teach digital marketing. I'm an expert in digital marketing. I am start, I have started my own marketing, branding, and advertising agency for sports and entertainment industry. So if you are an athlete, actor, musician, entertainer of any sorts, we here at the MVP Specialty Marketing Business would love to talk to you about being your representative in branding, advertising, and digital marketing. Moving on. In the entertainment world, Facebook, speaking of digital marketing, or now Meta, has decided that they are cutting out the rest of the religious and political targeting for advertising, paid advertising. I'll tell you all, I teach paid advertising, so Facebook is, if you didn't know, the creepiness factor that we can get as digital marketers, we are able to target, we were we used to be able to target on all sorts of things such as um, jobs, interest, demographics, marriage, children, religion, politics, whatever you think that you could be targeted on, anything about your personality, we can target you on. That's how we're able to catch you everywhere with all our advertising. Uh, that being said, that's all going away, right? Third-party third party data with the cookies going away and stuff. Um, this has actually been going away for a while anyways. So, again, Facebook needs to just go to ARVR route and give up on being a social media platform. Everyone else start diversifying your portfolio and start advertising in other websites. Moving on. Other news. There is a... Lack of Santas, mall Santas. We are having a shortage of St. Nick's. So if you can deal with kids all day and want to get paid hundreds of dollars an hour, uh, you might want to think about being a mall Santa. I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking about going to get me a part-time job as a mall Santa because if you're going to pay me hundreds of dollars an hour, so you're going to pay me thousands of dollars a day just to deal with some kids, I can do that. I can deal with kids for like eight hours if you're going to pay me two, three thousand dollars for that. I can definitely do that. You're going to pay me five thousand dollars to be for eight hours. I, I got you. I, I sit there, tell them they're going to get all the presents in the world. Knowing they ain't going to shit because their parents broke as fuck. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. For real though, I'm thinking about going and talking to them all. And that's it. That's it. That's all. I just wanted to talk to you all for a little bit before I got you to Clubber D, the combat G, who will... Give us his predictions. Again, last week we got his predictions for the Canelo Alvarez, Caleb Plant fight and UFC 268 pay-per-views. So we will get those predictions from him. And then after, and then after we went to him live. Say what? Live in Manhattan to get his reviews for the events as well. So buckle in, strap up. Get hit. Smoke weed every day. So please, Clubber D Combat G, give me your predictions. And now, without further ado, he is our combat sports insider, Clubber D the Combat G. Yo, 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 oh, it's your main man, Clubber D the Combat G always in a place to be and if you ask me twice your mom didn't see me maybe your dad did when i was running out the house anyways so first and foremost if anybody anybody wants me to shout out their mother because trust me the place you were born from i've been up in it email drop it Ball 
Football Impact at MVPSMB.com. Back to the show. Let's get it started. Man, we got an action packed fight weekend. Action packed. How how is Clubber D gonna be in two places at once? I repeat, how is Clubber D gonna be in two places at once? And it's East Coast, West Coast. How am I gonna do this? How is the Ball and Buds podcast gonna pay for this? I'm gonna take a Learjet from Madison Square Garden. All the way to MGM Las Vegas. It's okay. I got to be there for the undisputed, yes, undisputed super middleweight title fight between Saul Canelo Alvarez against Caleb Sweethands Plant. Nashville's own, you know, holla at him while you're down there. Come on. I remember we saw him at the Chappelle joint, but he didn't want to talk to us because he was too busy, you know. Try to stay away from the sweets, but he was like paying attention to uh, Jeff Roth. That's another story. Uh, stop capping. Uh. Anyways, we don't have this often, okay? We don't have this often in boxing. And I'm so happy that we're getting an undisputed champion, okay? Undisputed means they're fighting for all the marbles, all the major belts, all the sanctioning bodies, the main belts they're fighting for, okay? We all know Canelo Alvarez is a beast, in multiple divisions, champion in multiple divisions, okay? He is the WBC champion, the WBO champion, the WBA champion, and the Ring Magazine champion. He has the main belts. There's only one big one he's missing, is the one that Caleb Plant has, and that's the IBF. Yes, the IBF. Not IBS, not the shit coming out, but the IBF. (laughs) Terrible joke. Anyways... We Like I said, we don't have this this often in boxing, okay? Um, we have uh, Josh Taylor at the 140 uh, junior welterweight division. He's the, he's the undisputed champ, you know? So now we're trying to get one at 168. This will be making history. If Plant does it, first time in history. If Canelo Alvarez does it, he's the first Mexican to be undisputed champion. So this is all the marbles are on this fight, okay? I cannot wait for this fight. It's going to be big. It's going to be in Las Vegas at the MGM. You know, I'm, I'm going to be out there styling and profiling. Making a mess on somebody's mom's back. You never know what I'll do. You know what I'm saying? Because Clubber D is always in a place to be. That's how I got the name, the Combat G, okay? You already know who to ask. But anyways, oh, who is Clubber D going to pick? And I, you know what? I'm hearing some flack. I'm hearing some stuff. I'm hearing... People like your MLB, you know, uh, Buster Money, Buster Loney, Buster, I don't know, some some wannabe uh, Scott Van Pelt for your for your MLB show, uh, uh, Mike Fleeby, I don't whatever his name is, throwing dirt on me, talking about I don't get my stuff right. I am the after the fact king. Okay, everybody knows I'm always right. When I'm wrong, I'm always right. I'm never there unless you see me. And if you see me, it wasn't me. It's my cousin. Anyways. Who's going to win? Now, we all know Canelo Alvarez does not like fighting slick fighters. He doesn't like it. Eris Landy Lara, people like him, even Mayweather, perfect defensive boxer, stay in the pocket, you know, embarrass you. Damn near beat Canelo every single damn round, okay? He avoids certain certain fighters. Ask the Charlo brother, okay? Ask uh, Demetrius Andre. Doesn't want to fight him. So, Caleb Plant fits in that mold of a fighter that's not going to come at him. He's a very slick boxer. 
but I think Caleb Plant said he's going to bring it to him. He's going to bring the fight to him. Do what Danny Jacobs couldn't do when Canelo beat him. So, Will, I go with the upset of the year and go with Caleb Plant to be undisputed? Clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. Hell no. I'm going with Canelo Alvarez, okay? I got to go with I got to go with go with the man, okay? Canelo, he's going to put it on him. I know uh Caleb Pant nipped him at the at the weigh-in. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not the weigh-in, but the, the first ever press conference and they got into a little scuffle. I think Caleb Pant will be competitive for the first 5 rounds and then reality is going to set in and Canelo might put him out. I'm going to say Ninth round knockout, Canelo Alvarez, first ever Mexican undisputed super middleweight champion. Book it. Clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. All right, though, so let's talk about UFC. Now, this is a big card. They're not promoting it like they did the first one because this is the rematch between Kamaru Usman against Kobe Covington. It's not being promoted like the first fight, probably because we have a new person in office and Kobe Covington, his act has gotten kind of old. People kind of figured him out for being, uh, you know, fake. But uh, he's still talking a lot of shit, disrespecting Kamaru Usman's uh, father. They had a, a face-to-face the other day, and uh, Kamaru Usman pushed him. The push was kind of weak because you don't push somebody and back up yourself. I mean, actually, if you push somebody back up and then, you know, turn your body sideways like you're ready to uh, someone gonna jab at you. But he pushed him and he fell back like, oh, what are you doing, dog? It must have been a tight ass uh, leopard suit he was wearing. <laughs> Gay! Enough of that. Anyways, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And this, this is UFC 268. We got two big fights on this one. Actually, three. I'll say three. And we'll start with Michael Chandler against Justin Gagey, okay? Now, the winner of this fight it's probably going to get the winner between Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier for the uh, lightweight championship. Oliveira just beat uh, Michael Chandler a couple months ago for the belt. So Michael Chandler is back in, a, I guess, this is the number one contenders fight uh, against uh, Justin Gagey, who lost to Khabib, uh, the greatest lightweight of all time, the top five uh, May fighter of all time. Um, I trained with him and his, uh, and his cousins up in Dagestan about 14, uh, 14 years ago. We fought a bear or two. Uh, you're bullshitting. Uh. But anyway, that's another story. So in this fight, clubs, bangers, clubs, bangers. I'm going Michael Chandler, uh, Justin Gagey. I like him, but uh, he, he's starting to get to that Chuck Liddell level of um, possibly punch drunk because he takes a lot of he, his, his whole MO. He could take a lot and give a lot. He, he's always constantly coming at you. You know, he has crucial leg kicks, but. There's a certain point, you know, if you're fighting, you cannot take getting hit in the head all the time, all right? It's detrimental to you. You're killing your brain cells. Even Kobe Covington said something to him about, the, about that in a press conference. They was going back and forth. I mean, Justin Gage, he's a great fighter. He's a good dude. Uh, I've always liked his work, but I just feel that uh, Chandler, Chandler's, Chandler's on cloud nine right now. He's towards the end of his career, and he knows what he needs to do, you know. He almost had the belt. But unfortunately, he got taken out of there by Charles Oliveira. But I'm going with Michael Chandler. Book it. Clubs, bangers. 
Clubs, bangers. The next fight, we got the rematch. The rematch between Rose Namajunas and Wei Li Yang, okay? I'm just going to call her Wei Li because I ain't going to butcher that name the whole time. The first fight, it was on the same card as when Kamaru Usman put Jorge Masvidal to sleep. When that, when that couch turned into a sectional, we added Jorge to the list. You know, he was out there with Nate Robinson, face down. You know what I'm saying? They were asleep. Conor McGregor, he was on there. I think he, I think he got to get some popcorn that broke his leg and just support a fight. He should have stayed on the couch. Hey, what happened? Toasty. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they're out there. Ben Askren, he's on the couch too. He's on the sectional. This is a slumber party. They're going to sleep. But anyways, Wei Lee was on that. He, she was on that couch too. And then she got up. I guess to get some juice all discombobulated, go back to sleep. When you get knocked out, just stay down. Stay down. Anyways, this is the rematch. Now, what's going to happen? A lot of shit's been talking, you know. Hopefully, they, they bury the hatchet. Um, for this one, I'm going clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. With Rose again. Not going to be a knockout. I'm going to say fourth-round submission. Rose Namajunas retaining her woman's strawweight title bout. Book it. Clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. I haven't been a strawweight in about 45 years. Anyways, now let's get to the main event. Kamal Usman versus... Colby Covington. Who's going to win? Is it the young, brash, shit-talking, maga-maniac Colby Covington, or is it the Nigerian nightmare Kamaru Usman? I'm going with clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. Kamaru Usman. He's going to win again. Um, I was, this one's kind of hard because Covington is a good fighter. Uh, antics alone, he's he's good. And that last fight could have gone either way if he didn't get knocked out. He seems focused this time. I, I will not be shocked if Kobe won. I won't be shocked. But if he tries to stand and bang with Kamaru this time, no pause, he might go to sleep. Kamaru's he's another he's a he's on a different playing field right now. Kobe does have the edge of wrestling, so I don't see Kamaru trying to take him down. If he does, I'll be shocked because usually when people fight him, you know you're getting taken down. Kobe is a better wrestler, but he's all, his cardio is unreal, and he seems focused. He's talking a lot of shit, but he's still focused. I think I got I got Kamaru I got Kamaru winning this. Clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. But don't be shocked if Kobe pulls it out. That's all I got to say. All right, y'all. Again, if you want me to shout out your mom or if you got a topic that you want me to talk about, a boxing topic or a boxing question, 
Drop it, O. Ball Impact at MVPSMB.com. Good googly moogly. Ball and Bugs at MVPSMB.com. All right, O. I'm out. I got some, uh, some babies to feed and some people to, to save. None of that's really going to happen, but we'll see what happens. Ask your mama. Holler. Uh, meanwhile. Ha <laughs> ha, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you for those predictions. Well, well, now that we know who, 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 Clubber D chose to win the fights now, and we know that Canelo Alvarez won, Kamaru Usman won, Rose Namajunas won, and Justin Gaethje won. So, Clubber D the Combat G was three for four. Yes, three for four. Great job, Clubber D the Combat G. That being said, what... Do you have to say for yourself? Take it away, my friend. One eternity later. Eventually. Man, oh, what a night of fights. What a night of fights. I'm still tired, man. I'm just waking up. You know, I'm glad the time, you know, uh, Class went back an hour, so that that helped me out here in New York. You know what I'm saying? I'm just waking up up in uh, Manhattan, looking over Times Square. You guys got me in this nice hotel. I'm not going to say where I'm at, but ask your mama. Uh, why you always lying? Uh, but anyways, you know what I'm saying? It was a night of fights. Well, it started off. I was out in Vegas. <laughs> I was out in Vegas for the Canelo Alvarez versus Caleb Plant fight. Sweet hands, Kayla Plant, Nashville's own. You know what I'm saying? It was there. I was there. He was there. We all were there for the fight. MGM. You know what I'm saying? Vegas. Beautiful atmosphere for a fight. You know what I'm saying? I know people fight other places like Texas, Florida. If it's not Vegas or uh, even Madison Square Garden, that, that's when you know you made it big. Okay? And that's where both of these fights were. Both of these cars were at these two separate venues. You know, I was a little angry that the UFC... Didn't move their fight, but you know what? They probably booked Madison Square Garden a long time ago. Caleb Plant and Canelo Alvarez, they were supposed to fight already by now. So, you know, it is what it is. And I, I, I totally understand. But you know what? I still don't like it. That's my right. But anyways, oh, let's talk about it. Caleb Plant, he had the perfect strategy to beat Canelo Alvarez. You know what I'm saying? His, his style, the slick boxing, you know, in and out, uh, using the ring, making someone stalk him down. Pop shot, and he was he had that on he had that on lock against uh, Canelo. But you know what? There's only one man that can use that shoulder roll and maneuver and have perfect defensive style against Canelo, and that was Floyd Money Mayweather. And he beat him damn near every round, and they still gave and it still was a split decision. That just shows you how shady boxing is. But you suck, you jackass. I don't see nobody beating Canelo. Okay, the first first half of the fight, you had Caleb Plant doing his thing. He was, I would say, he won probably the first. Uh, I give him round six round. I give it, I give it 42, 42, uh, Caleb Plant. But then if you're hitting Canelo and those shots aren't affecting him, that's not going to stop him from stalking you down, okay? That happens with all the fighters. Amir Khan, you know, a lot of Kovalev, a lot of these fighters are, are hitting him. And if he can still stalk you and walk you down and you're not affecting him, none of your power, you're not going to beat him. It's just not going to happen, Okay. Round 11, I called round 9, but in round 11, Canelo hit him with that left that left hook. Boom, rock-a-bye. I mean, 
Caleb did get up. He got up and started jogging. He jogged to the other other uh, turnbuckle like we're in wrestling. I thought he was about to go to the top rope. I thought he was going to jog down the um, down the strip. I thought he was going from going to the Cosmopolitan or or, uh, or maybe Circus Circus, maybe the Stratosphere. He wanted to jump off the uh, the bungee jump joint. I don't know what he where he was jogging to, but when he got up and jogged to the other side of the ring, I was like, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh. Ah, <laughs> uh, nope, denied. <laughs> <laughs> I will give him props though. The man did come out with Conway the Machine, you know what I'm saying? Griselda all day. But Vinny the Butcher couldn't even help him, okay? Neither could West Side Gun. Griselda, shout out. Conway, Benny, and West Side, shout out. He had a good plan. It just didn't work, all right? You know, and Canelo is now. Finally, we got more clarity in boxing, okay? He is the undisputed, you hear that? Undisputed 168-pound super middleweight champion, okay? He is the sixth undisputed champion in the four-belt era. You know, we had Bernard Hopkins, Jermaine Taylor, Terrence Bud Crawford, Alexander Usyk, Josh Taylor, and now Canelo Alvarez. Great time for boxing. Great time for boxing right now. Oh, let's let's not let's not talk about the uppercut from hell from uh from uh Anthony Durrell. Good lord. When he hit the uppercut and dude fell and then start tapping his gloves when he's on his back, that's when you know you got hit. When you're on your back and tapping your gloves telling the ref you're okay when you're not when you think you're standing up. He was on a he you know what, that sectional, I'm t- that slumber party, it's Conor McGregor, Nate Robinson, you know that 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 Jorge Masvidal, that slumber party's ridiculous. Ben Askren, a lot of people are a lot of people are checking into that uh knockout hotel, okay? They're they're sleeping. But anyways, I got on a Learjet, flew all the way to Madison Square Garden for UFC. Uh, main event was Kamaru Usman versus Kobe Covington, the, the, uh, the rematch. And boy, I tell you, now I missed the Chandler fight. I did not, I was not able to see that fight, but I saw the highlights. You know, we keep it all the way funky over here, ball and buds, okay? I couldn't make that fight, but I saw the highlights and I act like I did. Uh, looked like a war. Gagey, that's what he's usually getting into. Chandler, I thought, I honestly thought Chandler would knock him out. He has, he has great punching power. I thought he would knock uh, Gagey out, but uh, Gagey uh, pulled through. Put on a, they put on a great show. Both of them got fight bonus. So you know, props to Justin Gagey and Rose Namajunas against uh, Lee Well Yang and uh, butcher the name again. It's okay. Don't hate me. They fought in a rematch when Rose put her to sleep. Same night as when Jorge Masvidal got put to sleep by Kamara Usman. Uh, she won a split decision. Um, I'm reading that it could have went either way. I need to watch. I need to. I need to dissect it on my own. But uh, yeah, Rose won. I think I called that one, so you could tell Weeby to chill out. In the main event, I did catch the main event. Kamara Usman, that second round when he hit Kobe Covington, and he headbutted the the, the, the canvas, and then he hit him again, and he headbutted the canvas again. I thought it was a wrap. I thought it's over with. But Kobe Covington, that dude is tough, man. He can, you can say whatever you want to say about him. I know he puts on this MAGA act. You know, he uh, he he's not as brass now because uh, we have a different president in office, so no one cares about him as much. But regardless of the antics alone, this man can fight. He has, he's a high motor. His wrestling is ridiculous. That's why Kamal Usman didn't really go to try to take him down because his wrestling is, isn't as great as Kobe's. But 
When it comes to hands, Kamara has the power. He has that equalizer. And that was the difference in this fight. I had it a little closer, but Kamara Usman still came out to win. And it was good to see them, you know, dap up uh, after, you know, saying they respect each other. It just proves that Kobe Covington is shit to act, okay? Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? But great night of fights. If you look at the record, who I called was going to win, I was, what, two rounds off of the Canelo fight? So, you know, I, I should be in the good graces of DraftKings or whatever promotion that's not paying us. But anyways, oh, it's your main man, Clubber D, Combat G, always in a place to be. And you know who to ask. And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. Get the f*** out of here! But anyways, it's your main man, Clubber D, Combat G. Coming to you live from somebody's mom's closet. You know what I'm saying? Husband came in. He's downstairs. But while I'm up here, happy 30th episode, Ball and Buds podcast. If you've been listening from day one, then you're legit. If you just got on, you're legit. If you're not listening, you'll never hear this. That means you're not legit. Remember that. Drop it, O. Ball and Buds at MVPSMB.com. Good googly moogly. Ball and Bugs at MVPSMB.com. He has the WBO. He has the WBC. He has the WBA. He is the Ring Magazine champion. All he needs less left is all he needs left. Say it again. He is the. Let me run down that again. Sorry. He is the WBC champion, the WBO champion, the WBA champion, and the Ring Magazine champion. He has the main belts. There's only one big one he's missing. That's the IBF. And that's what Kale playing hands at. Shit. Fuck. Now I'm fucking up, man. Do, 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 do. See, I had to pause because this shit is uh, the fucking screen went blank on me. So I had to like jibber jab for a little while all right let me i gotta pronounce this lady's name right Whaley yang Whaley yang rose namajunas okay so i'm just gonna go over three fights for the ufc what card is this okay give me a second oh at, at, at a certain point in your life you can't be getting hit in the head in fate Hold on. Now, there's a certain point in your life where you can't be getting hit in the head and the face like that and just take it. You know, even Kobe, him and uh, Kobe Covington got into it at the at the press conference, and uh, you know, even Kobe was talking about his brain cells uh, and his speech sounded a little. Shit. Hold on. Lee Well Yang. I just butchered her name, but that's okay. You're gonna have to cut this out. You're gonna have to cut this out. Gonna have to cut this out. Gonna have to cut. Uh, Lee Will Yang, okay. And so, yes, yes, that is the episode. Episode 31, another lovely week, friends and family. Thank you, as always. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Clever D, the Combat G, and yours truly. So, again, if you have any questions, any comments, anything for our new mailbox, please send it to Ball and Buds at MVPSMB.com. That again is Ball and Buds at M is in Mama, because I love my mama. V is in Victor, shout out Sonic Groove. P is in Papa, because I love my papa. S is in Son, because I be sunning y'all fools. 
M is in mama again, because I love my mama twice. And B is for boy, as in, boy, if y'all don't go and send some damn mail to our mailbox so we can have some fun with this, and we will read all the mail on the episode's faux show. So again, holla at us. That being said, we will see you next week for episode number 32. Thank you so much for the support, everyone here at the Ball and Budge podcast. We all thank you for the support. Drop it, O. Ball and Budge at MVPSMB.com. Good googly moogly. Ball and Budge at MVPSMB.com. I love y'all, family. Hope you have a blessed week, and we will see y'all next week. On that note, Thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way. Holla. Five thousand.